Hello and welcome to This Woman's Work, a space where you can hear and read about some amazing women, the fantastic jobs they do and the paths that have led them to where they are today. I'm here today with Lindsay. Hi Lindsay. Hello. Could you tell the listener what it is you do for a living? I'm a professional photographer. Fantastic. And how long have you been doing that for? Well, I think, how old am I now? 42. So I started my own since I was about 16. Wow. Yeah. So, very, so about 26 pretty, years Pretty now. good amount of time then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Before we go into that, though, I always track that first. Okay. So we're going to go Lindsay, school, college. What were you like? What were you into? From the very beginning. From the very beginning. <laughs> it starts with you. So um, school, I... Yeah, I loved school. I'm dyslexic. Right. So it's pretty much one of the reasons why I came down this route, really. And I got put into a group with some of my friends for an English project, which was a newspaper project. Ah. And um, one of my friends, so, so she is really bright. So she was kind of a scholar. She's now a lawyer down in London. She got a scholarship to Oakham following our school. Really, really yeah. bright girl. She turned around to me and she went, well, you can't read and write. You can be the photographer. So she handed me the camera for the newspaper project <laughs> and uh, I was the photographer. And we went off, we did the project, took loads of photos. Of course, we're talking film back then as well. Yeah. Uh, went and got the film developed and they came out black. I was like, oh, OK, I better learn how to use this camera. <laughs> but was this a test Thing, or oh, we were just yeah. messing around at yeah. school doing the project. So I, I, I then had to learn how to use this camera for this project. Yeah. So as you do, no internet again back then, wandered off to oh, the library after yes, school, went yeah. to Oakham Library, and I just remember coming with this big pile of photography books, walking up Mill Street and walking past the photography studio. And there was a gentleman in there called Jim Harrison who was, one, well, the only photographer in Oakham at the time. He had this little studio on Mill Street. And I sort of popped my head through the door and so I said, oh, hello, my name's Lindsay and I've, you know, got these black photos and all these books, can you help me? And how old are you at this? Um, 14, yeah. Wow. And um, he said, right, well, if you want to come back with one of your parents um, and they're happy for me to spend some time with you, then, you know, that's fine. Yeah. So, and he said, then I can go through a few things with you. So wandered off home, came back with my mum and then from then on, I assisted him. So I was then his assistant from every weekend. I used to go out and do weddings and oh my all sorts of bits. And anything he did as a local photographer, I used to go off and do in all my spare time, basically. I was already waitressing as well and doing bits and pieces, so I used to kind of do it around that. And then he gave me my first wedding to shoot on my own at, 15, at 16, which my mum had to drive me. I got £50. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh yeah, so I did my gosh. first wedding on my own at 16. And then as soon as I could drive at 17, I was off doing them on my own, really. Yeah, but, so... And how... Were you confident at this age then? I mean, you're yeah, you quite know, confident think, to walk into his studio. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've always been quite confident, yeah. But I think as well, a waitress from the age of 12 and you're just public-facing, talking to people. Yeah. You know, I started doing afternoon teas at the Whipper Inn Hotel. Oh. And, you know, it, it just... I think that really helped yeah, as well. Yeah. And then, of course, when I used to go off and do weddings... I used to literally be a second shooter for him and organise groups in the background for him ready to come and, and shoot. You so just, you, you, you just straight away... You watched you're, and learned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And then, like I say, so I went off then, finished my GCSEs, did all right, yeah. considering dyslexic, I did okay. Yeah. Went to do my A-levels. That I struggled with. Did my A-levels. They, I got the university of my choice because of how outstanding the photography side was. Now, bearing yeah, in mind, yeah. I'm not just a 18-year-old with an A-level. I'm an 18-year-old that's been doing photography since age 14 with an amazing portfolio, loads yeah. of experience. So, you yeah. really stood out then. Yeah, yeah, no, really did. So then I went off to do my degree, um, in... worked in photography. Well, it was photography and digital imaging. And where did you do that? At Sunderland. They, they condensed it. It's pretty much a three-day course. Right. Um, well, they made it so that everything was on a Monday, Tuesday sort of three quarters of the day Wednesday so I could go home Wednesday yeah. night and work Friday Saturdays you know I've done many yeah so I paid my student loan off before I finished uni I was gonna say yeah so you left uni with no debt pretty much yeah no debt and actually and again in the first class BA honours yes which oh. I'm so proud of because a big chunk of that was a dissertation and again yeah. sort of struggling with things like that so what we did have the option to do was pick up um Yes, we, we could pick up another, we had to pick up another credits from somewhere and, and pick another course. Um, and I was really good at art. I got an A art, so I thought, oh, I might go and do illustration. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent a no, little bit here. But um, yeah, I went and sat down and sat in this classroom and the teacher said, right, I'd like you to draw a pelican. <laughs> from memory. Exactly. So I think my A and art at GCSE level was copying something so I could look at a picture yes, and yeah, draw yeah. it and sketch it yeah um this is like literally it could have been a three-year-old that drew it the teacher came <laughs> over to me I, I oh don't my even... god have you got a picture of this no, no. oh I'd I must have been I must have been in the classroom three minutes and the teacher came in I always remember she just put a hand on my shoulder and went Lindsay I'm gonna tell you now this course isn't for you one drawing she knew straight away and I went, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> so oh. then I remember just going, what do I do? Um, so I went, right, I'm going to go and do TV studios just because I thought, do you know, they've got that facility. It's not quite video, but they had like a TV studio module. I thought I might quite enjoy that. Yeah. So I went and did um, that instead of, you know, and I really enjoyed it. And it just so happens that when I left university, I um, had, uh, you know, a friend for friends. So I said, oh, I'll see if there's any um, jobs going at... She was head of buying for a local shopping TV channel in Peterborough. Right. And she says, I'll see if um, my mum's neighbour, as you do, soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, she says, oh, my daughter's head of buying. We'll see if there's anything there. And they were looking for a photographer. But because I had done the TV studio module, they loved that because yeah. I completely understand the environment and the roles within the, you know, within the TV industry. Yeah. Um, and that was brilliant. So, yeah, got, got a job there and... Um, Started off on a sort of shift pattern with another photographer. And we were on opposite shifts, doing 12-hour shifts. So it meant that the 12... Of course, it's 24 hours a so, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, were, they had, at that point, just two shopping channels, Ideal World and Create and Craft. Right. Um, and they had me doing... Um, so it was 12-hour shifts, but a seven-day fortnight. So you'd work seven days out for a fortnight. Right, okay. Which also gave say. me seven days off Yeah. to freelance. And then they decided to launch the websites, e-commerce sites, um, and they grew very quickly because they had bought a jewellery channel, a gardening channel, um, and then they decided that they were going to launch the websites to support the TV, which meant that instead of photographing just everything for, at one craft show a day, 
we needed to photograph every product in multiple different ways for every, every channel, channel. <laughs> every channel every... yeah and there was two of us so basically it's like right we need to grow we need to a whole department of people we need a bigger studio we need a team so we need a manager but I think the company could see that I was young and eager and raring to go and really just wanting to actually make change and and they gave me a chance at sort of 23 became a manager I blagged it I'm not gonna lie it gave me so much experience I did food photography there doing absolutely everything you name it we we shot it you know so gave me good experience in terms of what I was photographing but the more managerial side like the bigger my team got the more stuff was in sort of in I don't know just like implementing processes how do we get the samples how do we make that quicker you know actually there must be a report that can do that to save that person four hours a day so it's all them kind of things Mm. about looking at how a department could you know grow without investing more money into it and things like that so looking at structure and and process and yeah you know and it's brilliant and of course working with buyers e-commerce teams um I learn a lot about e-commerce and websites now and, you know, yeah, how best yeah. to display and it images. Was all, I'm guessing and... this was all digital then? Yes, you... all digital. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. thank goodness you'd self-taught. Yeah. 100%. Thank goodness, yeah. yeah. So, no, absolutely brilliant. And when I got to the point where I had the children and Jess was just about to start school, my eldest, who's now... <laughs> she turned 15 this Mother. week. Um, so, yeah, when she... You know, I just thought... I think I might go it on my own. I think I was on maternity. Well, I was. I was on maternity leave with Charlotte. Well, it my always second. makes you quite reflective, doesn't it? Well, yeah, as well. I was just sort of sat there going, you know, two-year-old Duncan was doing his degree. I'm working full time. Why not set up a young business on maternity leave? So <laughs> I don't. Why not? So we, um, yeah, got my studio up and running during my maternity leave. Yeah. Um, went back to Ideal World part time for a little bit while I built that up. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, left there after 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was ready to You're go. You a good stint then. Yeah, I was you? ready, definitely ready to go. Yeah. So I set up the studio in Stamford. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. Just that just took off really quickly. Yeah. I did just for marketing. I did a lot of Facebook. I did a lot of... Um, I did the Face of Stamford competition, which just... That was actually a really good marketing competition um because it really put your name out well, there. well i saw these people queuing in morrison's for this company and the pictures yes. were awful and yeah. the prices they were charging were just disgusting and i was like i can do that but way better, way better for half the price for people which is yeah. what i did so i got lots of local businesses involved in that as well so it became like a stanford competition and lots of local businesses would sponsor the prizes and we'd get front page of the stanford living they supported it and yeah, really great. And I think as well, it was nice working with other people again because obviously I'm all on my own in the studio. So that was quite nice to kind of, yeah. you know, have, have people involved in, in something like that. Um, and then, yeah, so for the last sort of 10 years, I've been doing that on my own. Um, and not just studio work. Yeah. I obviously do a lot of corporate stuff. Yeah. And go into companies yeah. and do annual port photography, product photography, headshots, yeah. just yeah. general marketing stuff for them. Yeah, and then for the schools, obviously the last few years, I never thought I'd be a school photographer. In fact, I did not want to be a school photographer. And um, there was a friend of mine who was at local um, primary, local uh, prep school, and she said, the photography is awful and the parents are all moaning and your name came up in a PTA meeting and 
would you? And I was like, no, I'm not interested. So I went over and had this chat to this lovely lady, Wendy. Um, and she went, just come to the school. Just come to the school, have a look and see what you think. Yeah. You know, and let's have a look at it. So I went to the school, um, absolutely fell in love with it. Um, started being a school photographer. It's now cost me a fortune because I sent both the kids yeah. there. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I love it. Both my children have to come here. Um, yeah, amazing lady Wendy was. And you can't say no, couldn't say no to Wendy. Sadly, Wendy has passed away now. Um, just the most amazing lady. And uh, yeah, I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. But if I'm going to do it, let me do it with a different approach. Like, I'm not going to go in and be crap. Yeah. Because my standard and like, my brand as well. Do you know what I mean? Tinted background. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. So it's really tricky breaking into the schools because I, I would happily spend a week there to produce the most stunning pictures, mm. but they do not have the time. So you only get seconds with each child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really intense. Yeah, yeah, really intense. And then you've just got to kind of do the work while it's there but everybody wants you at the same time with this term yeah, so it's yeah. really tricky I kind of get it a bit towards the end of summer term as well where you get the sports days and the proms and award ceremonies and my wedding season starts then as well so yeah that sort of gets really busy that sort of June July May June July time yeah yeah um, and then the other months sort of just a bit a lot steadier yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah really that's sort of what I do and where I've come from and yeah um, done a lot of consultancy work going into companies setting up photography departments within their company ah, recruiting for them yeah. training for them yeah and things like that as well setting so, up there so in... setting up for them like you know um the last one was a furniture company in grantham yeah and they were spending two thousand pound like a month for like two sofas to be photographed and they sort of shipped them over to the studio and it was a lot of money yeah, yeah. a lot a lot of money and actually yeah what they did was I came in and set up a studio for them yeah and initially they wanted some of their in-house sort of marketing team who've got a bit of photography background and stuff to do it but they also realized then that it is bigger than that it's more than that yeah, yeah. um so they wanted to recruit photographers so then I did the recruitment for them and sort of wow. you know some basic training just to get them up and running and um yeah so things like that I can do as well but yeah when you do recruit what you get is Joe blogs with his camera oh, I can take a photo yeah, yeah that thinks absolutely thinks he can smash it and then you'll get somebody who's got a degree who just with no experience and you know so you're getting it, it all then what do you think if you were to pinpoint one or two things that make you particularly good at what you do what do you think it would be oh obviously I can take a picture <laughs> <laughs> good, I think, good eye yeah obviously you've got you've got to be a good photographer so you've got to be able to take a nice photo that's perfectly composed, exposed, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So there's a lot of technical stuff that comes into it and having to work fast and know what you're doing, yeah, you know, yeah. very quickly. I have to say, I can, I'm can. i confident doing that, but every now and again, some days you just go, oh, are you actually kidding me? Um, but And I don't know how some photographers would manage that because I know they technically would not know how to like that. Yeah, yeah. So I would say, you know, look at the whole day, evening shots. What are the evening do shots like? Can you use flash? The amount of photographers that I've had come to me going, oh, can you help me? They're all blurred because my shutter speed went too slow. And, oh, and my like, gosh. Come on, these are basic you do, you've things. You've said this to me before. You these get quite a lot of photographers coming to you for yeah. help, don't you? Anyone can go outside and press the auto on a camera and take a picture yeah. But also, even outside, like, you know, you've got a beautiful sunset there. How do you 
exposed to get that sunset and the, the bride and groom be lit up you've got to work really fast to know what you're doing with on camera flash when it's yeah, a bright yeah. day a sunny day you know so there's a the technical side um I think you've got to be very good at organizing people I'm slightly you've assertive. got to be a people person definitely be a people person I think the thing is is when you everything's different so you think I'm photographing children I've got to know how to talk to a two-year-old and a three-year-old and get them to do what I want to do yeah and then you might get a teenager oh yeah and you've got to then try and get them to smile and they really don't want to smile yeah yeah so you've got to know, get the best out of them and then you'll have somebody who well nowadays I'll be like can I see it can I see it well this is a huge problem I want to have another one done I want another one the done the problems have been really quite upsetting oh the, the the girls particularly they just do not want their pictures taken yeah. these stunning girls and they want to see them and they want to just double check I think or... what they don't want is a picture to be put out there that they've not had full control over yeah they want to see it first they don't want to be put in a public gallery where their friends could see it as well and things like that and yeah they they can't filter it they can't photoshop because that age group can do basic photoshopping on a phone now can't they so it's really quite sad really sad family shoot or a profile shoot it's organizing hundreds of people at a wedding to get them all to do what you want them to do again sometimes quite quickly without sounding too bossy and making it fun as well and so yeah you've got to be people person you've got to um make sure you can sort of get the best out of people really and often quite quickly (laughs) so yeah i like to say i'm assertive in fact i have a really good quote from a bride this year that Ooh. said I'm the friendliest boss bitch she's ever met <laughs> she said you managed to boss everyone around and get everybody to do what but we needed smiling, them to do yeah but yet they didn't even know you were doing it you were yeah, so yeah. friendly and what challenges personal challenges do you have that that make you struggle with this and I'm actually going to say one for you I, you your level of effort is so high that like you don't earn the money yeah, for the hours you put in. in yeah. Yeah. Really rate, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pro art anyway. You, yeah. you go so above and beyond because yeah. you can't not. Yeah. But and yeah, even oh, your dog's it, agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, my dog says <laughs> <laughs> demanding first. Which I am a perfectionist. Yeah. And I think that I like say if I go to school, I don't want one parent to be unhappy with their school photo. Not one. Yet that's impossible yeah, nine yeah. times out you know and, and but I want to every I don't take criticism very well Aww. I don't like criticism but that's probably because you're putting so much effort yeah. into getting it right you've then gone I've done everything I can possibly yeah. do to get that there yeah and you still and it's still not good enough it's it must still be not hard. okay yeah. it's still not okay yeah no I think I think personal challenges are yeah definitely I do put in too many hours for the return um I am a perfectionist um I can't let standards slip anywhere. No. Which isn't always a good thing when you've got deadlines. I'd happily step to three, four o'clock in the morning yeah, and get it right. You regularly don't sleep very much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I'm busy and I have to just keep going. Um, but I think, you know, what again, like being self-employed, you've got it swings and roundabouts. So, yes, like 
I have not had any time with the kids really up until yeah. I say that the only time I haven't been working is to go and watch them do sports and things yeah. like that. I'd never miss out on things like that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. we've not been on a Sunday afternoon walk or, yeah. you know, things like that. Or well, even at evenings. But just... equally, on the flip of that, they've got me now all Christmas. Yeah. I'm at home. Brilliant. So it is swings and roundabouts, you know, and I work hard, play hard. I'm still very, very sociable. So I still make sure I've always got time for my friends and I still make sure I go out and have a few drinks here and there and yeah but I think I've got a very sociable job anyway which is quite nice because yeah, I'm always yeah. at events and doing what have you I don't have a lot of me time that's my biggest thing I have no time for me right none cool. so I have hypermobility syndrome which means yeah. that everything's super bendy um and yeah it's taken its toll on me holding the camera for so many years, you think 25 years I've been doing this now. Yeah. So what I get is I come back from a wedding and I feel like I've run a marathon. I'm literally in pain from top to bottom. My back hurts or the back of where I'm holding yes. the camera. You imagine I'm holding the camera for well, so many hours you've given and they me your are camera heavy. To hold. They are really heavy. So I have like tension headache constantly. Like even now I've got a headache that comes from through my head, down my neck, across yeah. my shoulders, into my elbow, into my wrist. So I've got huge problems with, I suppose it's a bit like a repetitive strain, yeah. that, and then editing like for hours one. with the same hand as well. I just feel like I need to use my left hand for editing and start learning um, to do that. But yeah, you know, sitting at the computer for hours, um, like the, the last few weeks you think of, I have to take a studio, set that up, the big heavy equipment, you're carrying yeah. it in and out of the car, you're setting it up, then you stood all day leaning over, sorting ties for children, bending over because you're taking pictures of them and they're lower knees than you. up, down, up, My down. knees are shot, absolutely shot. I have knee pads. I look like action girl. I've got knee pads and wrist support. I've got my camera's harnessed off me. I look like I'm ready for like war yeah. zone. Um, but yeah, it's definitely taken its toll on me physically. Um to the point where I don't know how long I'll be able to hold a camera for, you know. Yeah. Am I going to be able to do this till I retire? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many years I've got left in my hand. Lucky enough, Duncan, my husband, is an acupuncturist. So without him giving me regular treatments and fixing my back when I'm in pain, that and a glass of wine when I get home yeah. seems to help a lot. You probably would have had to stop already, wouldn't you, if yeah. it wasn't for that? Yeah. yeah. So, no, physically, I really noticed that you know, it's things like that people don't ever think, gosh, you know, your knees are going to go as a photographer. Well, I've spent years on my knees photographing children. Yeah. Um, what has been the best part of your career so far? Either standout moments uh, or just things that you've enjoyed doing I, I think it, I've just been very lucky that I can do a job I love. Yeah. You know, I can't... There's no... stand. I mean, you know, I can't say, oh, that was standout, that was amazing, you know. I've had so many great experiences doing this job been in lots of amazing places met so many wonderful people um you know I'm just really lucky that I've managed to do a job that I love yeah and, and enjoy what's the worst or the least enjoyable part of your job and is it really is just the physic the physicality do you know I have to say the bit for me you shoot yeah and yeah. then you add it yeah. But there's a bit in the middle of that, of sorting through the thousands of pictures you've taken. Um, I hate that bit. <laughs> I absolutely hate the culling bit. So you, I'll do a wedding. Yeah. And you've got thousands of pictures. And then you have to go through and go, yes, no, yes, no. Well, that's a bit similar to that one. But that's a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Is that in focus? Have I got the eye focus in that one? Or that's a really good group shot that she's blinking. I need to find the head off that person to put on that one. So keep that one in for now. And then, and then. so that process of right. going through your photos, 
I hate. Right. It's just, oh, painful. And then once I've done that and I sit and edit, I, that's fine. You're happy, yeah. But it's you're just happy, getting yeah. from that bit to that bit. And the culling can take days, like for the schools, just, yeah. just sort of through the photos, just that bit in itself is just, and there's no joy there. Yeah. No joy in that bit. So I hate that bit. I don't like doing my accounts. I'm about to see my accountant this afternoon. I'm a very bad girl. They're very late. And he's been very patient with me. Oh. Um, not great at doing that bit. I think I'm always so busy that that's the bit that it sort of comes to the end of yeah, the year when yeah. I'm like, oh crap, I've got all these accounts. What's I, I say? Because you're organised. You're good at admin in that yeah, kind I'm of really way. Yeah, I'm really good at admin in every part of me, apart from my accounts. Not yeah. great with that. I'm not very good at marketing either. I'm too busy, but I don't market myself at all. It sounds awful. I don't need to. I get yeah, oh, it's all yeah. word of mouth, so I get all my work through word of mouth. Yeah. Um. So I'm not very good. I'll sort of share something if someone posts. I need. I keep saying. Yeah. I need to. I keep saying I need to post some of your pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. What's the strangest thing that's ever happened to you, other than people giving you fake other people's photos for job interviews? <laughs> you will have seen some weird stuff. Don't name names. No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and aside of just snotty think, kids think, and stuff. Yeah, so there's the snotty kids and all that lot. Um, there's a few stories I probably couldn't tell you <laughs> as well through things that I've seen with different organisations. And But I think the weird the, the weirdest one very early on that made me sort of... is um, when I first set up the studio, like I said, I, a family came to me for some shots and... Um, they came back without the children to look at the pictures, the mum and dad. Yeah. And then they'd asked about me doing some boudoir shots. Yes. Okay. She really liked me, felt very comfortable with me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, asked if I would do some sort of boudoir shots. So I said, well, yeah, I can give it a whirl. Yeah. Just opened up the studio, you know. Yeah. So she came one evening and um, <laughs> she brought this suitcase. You know the ones that... the like a cabin case. Yeah, 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 wheelie one. I went back, brought up the other cabin case, and I'm thinking, gosh, she's got a lot of stuff. Opened the first case, and it was full of underwear, like every, the most sexy underwear. Like, I'm like, Duncan's lucky I've got one sexy outfit upstairs that he's not seen <laughs> for about 10 years. Yeah, everything was in there, you wow. know. And then she opened up the other case, and it was full of sex toys. And right. I was like... Okay, so <laughs> what kind of shoot do you think this is? Like, yeah, yeah. Not happening. Not happening at all. So I then sort of quickly Googled, Googled boudoir and showed her what boudoir is. And it's really artistically yeah. pictures of women. It's very sexy pictures. But for me, and, yeah. again, this is not like some smutty... Like what she'd you come to do a porn shoot is what you're pretty, yeah. it's going to be pretty gritty, yeah. It's like, so I think I, I think I'd say fetish. Fetish, is, right? Fetish is probably the professional. Means you could have gone down a whole other genre. I could have. There. I couldn't be baby photographer by day and then like fetish <laughs> photographer at night. Just Why not? Uh, you know, I could have actually. My yeah. Parents at night. Yeah. Kids in the so day. that was <laughs> what chap. I think he must have been to the studio before. Asked if he could book a shoot. Um, but he wanted to watch through the door in the corridor outside the studio, keep the door open and watch the shoot through the door. Right. Almost as if he was going to, like, enjoy the shoot as a process. As a voyeur. Mm. So was it his wife in there? Yes, his wife was going to be the boudoir, And I'd be photographing his wife and doing the boudoir shoot and he'd be watching through the door. And 
doing other stuff probably so give you a box of tissues while you're there shall I? Oh, Lynn, <laughs> you know what I mean? so, yeah so that, that's probably been the strangest request of being around that kind of CD genre genre yeah. so I just kind of avoid that I tend to if it's somebody I know um then I'm happy to do it we have such a giggle such yeah, a giggle yeah. but they're really classy and arty and, and the female form is stunning and no matter yeah. what size you are I can get stunning photos of women. Aww. It's all about lighting and, and, and making sure they get the right angles. Yeah. And it's really what I would want to do is, is do it for the women so that they feel confident. And more mostly it is like yeah. the men are quite but those examples are like you say, the men are leading that a little bit and it's gone a bit yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I tend to kind of avoid that as a as a genre really. Fair yes. enough. Um what's next? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think um so at the moment I'm haven't got a studio. Yeah. Um and I'm in between studios. So I'm quite looking forward to getting that back up and running in the future. Yeah. When I get my, my next property. Um I I do enjoy I enjoy the schools. I enjoy it all. Like, it's really hard to know. It's I think I suppose it depends physically on my hands. Yeah. How long I can keep going. Because I was gonna say that, because you were obviously touching on videography and stuff and you might like to do that you might reference that earlier however video cameras are not even yeah, heavier aren't they they really are you know again you could kind of go down the editing route i suppose but you know i'd have to sort of start from the beginning with that i definitely got the skills yeah that i'd need to do editing you can't really retouching that you can get retouching jobs and bits and pieces but you know a lot of that just gets sent out to india yeah. you can get it really cheap so when i go to a company and advise them you know, just how to set up a photography department quite cheaply. A lot of the time it is just to outsource your editing. Um, and things have just got a lot easier with AI and things like that anyway. Um, it's a funny old industry. I think I've definitely had the best years of it. Yeah. Definitely got the best years of it. And I think there's still work there. But I think what you'll find is you'll have to be either somebody like me who is really experienced and really confident to go in and get a job done yeah. for, for big companies and what have you. Um, or what you'll find is a lot of them just doing it themselves, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and just having a bit of more of an amateur click and look go, and, click and go, yeah, you know. filters, yeah. yeah, yeah. My two final questions then yeah. are always: What advice would you give your younger self, in, assuming she needed any advice? So it could be that fourteen-year-old, it could be you at uni, it could be at any point. But. <sighs> think she needed any advice or? do you know i think i'm really really lucky that i found what i wanted to do from a young age i kind of feel like i smashed it a bit at that yeah. age you know without knowing at the time like my advice to another 14 year old right now and because i've recruited a lot as well is just to you know you've got to make things happen for you yeah you know you absolutely have to make that happen so my last question then which you sort of started to talk about would be um what life advice would you just throw out there into the world for anyone now could be any age i think um when people ask me about photography specifically um i say have more strings to one your bow you know do not just focus on one career path and right. i think that that's going to be to me mean one more, genre yeah right you know go and do media where you can do your video your editing yeah. your you yeah. know like i look at roles that people want now they don't just want photographer they want photographer videographer someone that can do yeah. copy they want content to do all social yeah. media 
So it, it's it's keeping really broad, um, and I think you have to stand out. You have to do more than just basic. Mm. And for me, I think the one reason that I've been so successful in terms of not having to market myself is yes, my pictures are good, but I'm a people person, a natural networker. Yeah. I think the best skill you can teach your children is how to hold a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Is how to confidently talk to someone. Yeah. And Great advice. Yeah, thank you. And on that note, I'll say thank you very much, Lindsay. Thank you very much. If you would like to hear more about this chat, see some behind-the-scenes pics and some personal profile pics, plus read about how to get started in this industry and all this role, then please go and support us on Patreon. The link is on this podcast page and across all of our socials. Sincere thanks in advance.